Please keep your sexy thoughts about me and our guests to yourselves and enjoy. Hello, lovely humans. I'm Wiley, recording in Brooklyn, New York, specifically in Carroll Gardens, and you are listening to Sex Stories, a podcast where we share our most intimate interactions in an effort to improve sex lives everywhere. And my guest today, I am so excited to introduce to you, is Steve. Welcome, Steve. Thank you. Can you tell us how you identify gender and orientation-wise, please? Uh, male and bisexual. And what age range are you? 67 years old. What profession or professions do you practice? My longest-running gig was as a uh, marijuana dealer. Oh. Yeah. And I've also been in the arts, mm-hmm. and now I'm still in the arts. I'm mm-hmm. no longer a dealer. Okay. And I'm in the arts and um, on the periphery of one of the arts. I assist in an art program. Great. Where did you grow up? What part of the country? I grew up in Ohio. Was your family religious at all? Uh, partly. It turns out my mother took us to a uh, Christian, non-denominational, Christian, non-denominational Christian church where okay. I was baptized at age 10. Turns out years later, my dad said, well, I never believed any of it. Oh, really? I said, well, thanks, dad. <laughs> What was it like growing up being baptized? Was there religious repression at all when it came to sex or anything like that? It was kind of a middle class feeling around the religion. It was more like sex didn't happen with right. the church Just people. Like... It, yeah, it was not. You know, it's, I've been thinking about that because I've been thinking about comparing uh, Catholics, mm-hmm. say, to uh, this kind of born again people who right. were kind of sexless compared to, you know, at least the Catholic religion had these, these <laughs> earthly uh, bleeding uh, gods and so forth. Yeah, where, good uh, point. You know, in Ohio, we had none of that. So, no. So what was your earliest memory of sex? Well, my earliest memories of sex are actually a little bit troubling. This was in boyhood in Ohio, union sort of working class Mm -hmm. neighborhood. So, you know, my young parents, uh, say uh, around 30 years old, when the events that went on that I'm going to tell you about, we had a, a little house, and uh, I had a younger brother, and there were older boys who lived up on the hill. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to be friends with the older boys, and I remember the pride of that I felt with hanging out with these older boys who, how much older they were, I, 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 I couldn't tell. I kind of looked it up a little bit later, mm-hmm. and uh, <clears throat> like, you know, seven-ish maybe years older. Oh, wow, yeah. Or a li- little less than that, maybe. And, you know, it turns out that early sexual experience involved being caught uh, with them. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it involved being in an apple orchard at the end of of this apple orchard where it turns into this wooded neighborhood, a wooded area. And the memory is I'm down on my knees in front of these boys Mm -hmm. and I'm being requested to suck somebody. Oh, and like in a, in a kind of a more than one, I don't, you know, how many more. I'm, I'm you know, I'm sketchy about when this was too, mm-hmm. like eight, nine years old. That's super young. I don't know. What was the feeling around it, if you remember? Well, the, the feeling around it is something that I can't get because of what happened after that. Okay. Because we, the, it froze at this moment mm-hmm. when little girls appear. Oh. <laughs> Who, I don't know, out of sort of nowhere, and find us and tell. Then we shift the scene to uh, the kitchen in the little ranch house, starter home my parents had, who were, what, less than 30 years old. They are are 19 and 20 when I was born. Oh, wow. 
So uh, they're sitting there, and I'm sitting there, and I'm being asked if I put uh, so-and-so's pee-pee in my mouth. And I'm uh, here to, to deny it to them. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. Now, from this perspective, sitting here all these years later, like almost 60 years later, yeah. and thinking about this more and more recently, and going, gee, uh, did I want it? Was I into it? Right. Uh, was I being coerced by the big boys, being taken advantage of, essentially kind of raped? You know, now I have a fascination with these types of scenes mm. in public places. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's not like I really do, you know, that particular scene with, uh, all, you know, the, yeah. the, the circle, uh, uh, you know, all of them around me. But, you know, it's kind of the fantasy place. It's kind of something that I don't have a real grasp of. Mm -hmm. uh, but I feel as though it's really made a problem for me all through my life. Do you feel like sharing about that? Yes, because, uh, no, I've been thinking about it, and yeah, I think it's important to, you know, either the event itself, there was coercion involved, or the aftermath with the, you know, not really being punished, but being interrogated and mm -hmm. put on the spot and not knowing what would go down, Yeah, you know, it's created a real uh, hot spot of emotion there for me. That has a, an erotic connection and a scary one. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I don't really have lots of men friends. I'm pretty kind of homophobic when it comes mm. to other men, mm -hmm. which means I'm not afraid of their homosexuality or necessarily I'm afraid of mine or right. whatever else can go on between it. I don't, I'm kind of bonobo-ish to begin mm. with. Mm -hmm. And it's mm -hmm. like, okay, women, I'm cool with, you know. <laughs> it's mm -hmm. like we either uh, click and we don't or, yeah, and I do connect a lot with women yeah. sexually as far as how I end up connecting with them emotionally and fully. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Has it always been that way for you? Yeah. Okay. But uh, you know that yeah, that's the portal of connection really mm -hmm. for me as far if it's really going to happen. But you know, I have women friends who I who I haven't fucked. <laughs> right. Right. Totally. Yeah. Do you want to talk about any of the early connections you had with women, or the first kind of formative? You know, after that, I don't want to put words in your mouth. Did that feel like a traumatic event, or after that significant event? After it, kind of, you know, wasn't an issue. In high school, I was involved in theater community theater. I was mm -hmm. kind of a star of community theater, not really in high school theater, but yeah. with grownups. Same. Yeah. Same. Which is really cool. Couldn't you know, book a thing at my high school. Right. No, no, they me. didn't know me at yeah. high school, but yeah. you know, I huh. was in four plays, you know, I was uh, in Olive, Oliver and things like this and nice. really fun plays for the long runs too, yeah. you know, yeah. six weeks. That's amazing. Yeah. I got to be the snow queen mm -hmm. in the snow queen. And I felt so special. Excellent. <laughs> So you were in theater. Is that did you meet people that way? Because I know also like community theater. I remember talking to older people. That was where I met my first bisexual. I think it was the first woman who hit on me. And she was I was 14. And she was I think a year or two older than I was. And she was into butt stuff. And I was just like, huh, it's funny because I have not thought of her in years. But I, I remembered being 14 and hanging out with 16, 17, 18 year olds and and just sort of like having these exciting feelings. But I never formed relationships out of them. I had a backstage uh, romance. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah, with uh, the girl I was in the, the scene with. Well, I played Noah Claypool, in, uh, all, and there was a scene where he works with this uh, young woman. He's an undertaker's apprentice, mm -hmm. and a wise guy that beats up on Oliver. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, so anyway, I, I got, I had a little affair with this 
this girl, no sex, uh-huh. you know, kissing, yeah. love, and all that, you know. Mm-hmm. Then, then uh, someone else in high school, also an actor, was my first. Uh, I was over 16 because I was driving, and we were in a summer barn theater together. And I would drive her home, and her mother worked, and her father had passed away. And that's where it happened. In the and so sexual. she was your first partner in sex? Yeah. And how did you know what to do with her? Uh, in hindsight, it, it was pretty clear that I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, well, mean, I mean, but how would you also, like, you did not have the internet. You didn't have, you know, unless you oh, had yeah, savvy yeah. No, friends. no, there was, uh, I, I had seen one, yeah, that was a whole different environment as far as uh, yeah. visual material yeah. regarding uh, sex. Did you um, ever have any visual material I, ha- I, I I did see a card once in uh, in the bath like a french you know yes, playing yes, card yes. thing uh-huh, you know uh-huh. some uh, dick sucking you know fucking something or i don't know yeah. what it was but yeah. it was like, oh you know no the first pornography i i ever really saw a theatrical showing in burlington vermont in the town theater of really? of deep throat when it was the big thing and came out and i was like whoa they can do this now Wow. The first shot in Deep Throat, I remember, it was the first thing, you know, what it is, is Harry Reams uh, going down on a woman who's uh-huh. up on a kitchen counter. Yeah. Yeah. But no, that's when I was like 20 years old by then. Mm-hmm. So how did you learn? Did you? Oh, what did, how did I know how to do it? I don't know. <laughs> I think it comes kind of naturally. Well, know? yeah, there's some parts that are like, you like figure out what fits together and stuff, but. Do you remember what your early sex was like? Like, do, did you get blowjobs? Did you go down on women? Did you, you know? I, I don't remember any of that stuff. Okay. All I remember is, you know, like quick fucking mm-hmm. and probably and without condoms. Oh, okay. And, and going, uh. Cool. And there was this other thing about this that actually she doesn't remember. So I'm like, I guess I can talk about it in a way because her father had been killed in a war. So we would have sex and she would sit on the edge of the bed and kind of like space out. And what it, what it was, what it, ultimately what the story I got was, she went to her preacher who hooked her up with a psychologist who hypnotized her and told her she's having this uh, recurring sort of thing going on in her mind. And the next time it happens, she'll go through it all and remember it and it'll be done. Oh. Gave her this kind of suggestion. Uh-huh. This is the story. Yeah. I, yeah, this yeah. is honest to That's God. This yeah. is what I believe. Anyway, uh-huh. so I remember we had sex upstairs one day and went downstairs. And she goes through this whole dream about her dad coming up over a hill in uh, where she, her father died in a war in the 50s. Yeah. And uh, stepping on a landmine and blowing up. And she's saying, don't step on it. Don't step on it. You know, like kind of hysterical. And I think I was told that something was going to happen like that or something mm-hmm. that, you know. So somehow it, I wasn't like totally panicky about it. Yeah. But, but anyway, you know, she told me then what the context of this was when it was over. And then it never happened again. But you know, I don't even know how much sex we had after that. Right. It wasn't right. Like it was a whole lot of sex. Totally. You know? totally. Uh, That's so wild. Uh, yeah. I get kind of, uh, you know, this weird, you know, thing going on with these boys. And there was other little things with boys as well later. And then this first thing with a woman is this, you know, emotional weirdness attached to it. Yeah. Do you want to talk about any of those things with boys later? Or do you want to talk about kind of your current relationship with sex or fill in the gaps? Like give us the overview and with the, well, there's nothing really other than, you know, their boys do uh, play with each other's dicks a little bit. 
you know, they? well, I yeah, same boy. same age boys. I mean, I did this with a, with a cousin of mine, okay, who was like I don't know, uh, I think he's a year or two younger than me, mm-hmm. but you know, he was not. It wasn't as though I was initiating it. I mean, I remember him t- telling me a joke that kind of shocked me, and he said, "Would you, uh, you know, suck me or whatever in your mouth or whatever mm-hmm. if I washed it?" And I said, "Well, no," or something. And then the punchline is, well, you dirty cocksucker. <laughs> so, you know, years later, oh, wow. I'm thinking, like, well, how did this kid know this joke? Yeah, where did later, he Later, he, he goes and becomes an you know, industrial worker. You know, uh-huh, this is working uh-huh. class people. Yeah. And uh, then becomes a born again <gasps> sort of storefront oh, preacher. Of course. Out there still. Oh, wow. So one day, uh, Already years ago, 20, I'm out there for a family reunion, and I run into him, and, and he kind of sidles up to me, and he's already a preacher, but he's still working at the you know mill, whatever yeah. he worked at. And uh, he said, you know, I, I'd like to talk to you about uh, sometime about uh, incest in the family. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you know, I was like, I don't know, you know. <laughs> what this is about and you know ultimately i never pursued it so okay. that story yeah. drops wow. like you know it's like i've these all these kind of mystery mysterious story you know I, I don't you know i imagine other people's sex lives go into these mysterious alleys where you know it turns into like who knows you know yeah i mean you have you have a that's an, a really kind of just like interesting cluster of experiences yeah, yeah meanwhile yeah, so by it. high school you know I, I have a sort of notion of bisexuality okay i figure I, somehow i hear about this okay bisexual yeah yeah i think that's where i'm at and this is like right you know i graduated in 69 see, mm-hmm. so oh, what a good year to graduate it's a good year to graduate but but in as well as this environment for bisexuals oh yeah we're about to go into teams right here yeah you okay. know Okay. And, uh, you know, this is altered uh, in the 21st century. Yes. But back then, and this causes a closeting of a type. Totally. Because when, when it comes down to teams, it's like, well, we have gay liberation. Mm-hmm. And so what are you, straight or gay? Mm. I don't know. I hear a lot of bisexuality. And on the apps that Indeed. I'm on, but I'm th- seeing more and more bi dudes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, now, but I'm talking about like then. 1969-70. Fair. You're right, yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, well, uh, <laughs> I guess I'm straight because uh, whatever. Yeah. Oh, my, my, my partner, uh, my it's, nesting partner yeah. uh, suggested, you know, I, I was talking about something and not being into some guy or something. And she said, well, you're hetero uh, romantic, you know, mm-hmm. or hetero emotional. Yeah. And, you know, exactly. Does that feel true? Uh, exactly. Yeah. I'm not attracted to men except the one guy where I work. Uh-huh. Who's not an American? He's a, he's a North American, mm. but uh, he's you know Canadian, mm-hmm. and has a, a lot of uh, other aspects to him. So you know, I love women. Yeah, and well, I'm attracted to women. And, you know, yeah, basically. I as mean, far they're as very partners. beautiful. Indeed. Can you tell us a little bit about your nesting partner, like yes. relationship in the context of sex? Yes, and... yes, yes. Well, she's a lot younger than me, mm-hmm. thirty-one years to be exact. Okay. <clears throat> and on uh, Facebook. Uh, about six years ago. Okay. Got together sexually about five years ago. Mm-hmm. And she was, uh, I, I saw her on Facebook because she had run into somebody who knew about a music scene that I was involved with uh-huh. in the East Village and 
New York yeah. in the late 80s and early 90s. Oh. So, you know, I had an album that uh, I was on. Cool. So uh, it's like, you know, my only fan, you know, <laughs> from the future. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's absolutely amazing. So, uh, you know, somehow we get together and she comes and visits me. And the first time we met is when she came to see me in a play I was in. Mm. And we met up, I met up with her and then went to the play. And uh, and then we got together a few more times. And ultimately, uh, certain things in the conversation uh, made it clear that, you know, it was kind of possible in a way. And then... Can you share what some of those were? You mean possible relationship-wise? Yeah, mm-hmm. or possible as far as sexually. Yeah, yeah. Will you please talk exactly. about that? Well, she was open that she was, you know, into open relationships. I mean, uh-huh. she had a boyfriend okay. who was bisexual. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> Somehow it was uh, it was clear enough that when I when I asked her if I could touch her, she's consented. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of went into that. You know, then it was kind of, a, there was some hesitation on her side. And, uh, and I was in another relationship. Okay. With another woman who was 17 years younger than me. Okay. Was that uh, also an open relationship? That was not an open relationship. Okay. And this was going to be, you know, an issue, uh, you know, and I asked to have it be a part of the relationship and it was not going to be. And so, you know, I ultimately made a choice. Mm-hmm. And had you had experience with open relationships previously? Yes. I was uh, married, actually. Uh, when I was uh, 21, basically the idea to me was, she said, mm-hmm. I'm not going to come away and live with you unless we get married this time. She didn't want to leave her parents uh, another time. She yeah. came out on the road with me one time. Okay. It wasn't, you know, it's kind of hippie lifestyle. Yeah. Hitchhiking around, stuff cool. like that. I'd, I hitchhiked with her all across the country. Was that, that would have been in the 70s? Uh, this would have been like 1970, yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Wait, did you have a road trip sex? Like, were there any cool stories from that time period? I don't that you have, I, I, no. The I old, just have to ask. Nothing, no, no, okay. no, no. One time there was a trucker that picked us up and, and wanted to get in, get her to get back up and back with him. And, and I said, I said, no, and, you know, and, and uh, he didn't press it. Thank you goodness, know, we were okay. lucky. You know, yeah. we were, but, you know, it wasn't, uh, I think when these things are not so focused on as a fear fear danger danger thing yeah i think it also affects the other side it it goes oh okay then there's not a bad guy role there for me to play for people who need to be bad and mm. want to misbehave and mm-hmm. like you know it's like we all act out the roles that uh, are available it's like okay am i a perp or am i a victim you know mm. uh am i you know especially you know like uh <laughs> i don't know it, it's it's kind of i have these uh, weird notions about well male uh aggressiveness and so forth of course what are some of the notions if you care to share well i'm i'm afraid of men Mm -hmm. that's why my current sexuality with men involves oral sex Mm -hmm. in public places Mm -hmm. not in the private booth in the public place Mm -hmm. but in the open where others can see yeah and uh because that's safe yeah are those public places bathhouses or sex parties or where are you finding those <clears throat> well over the years there's been some variations mm-hmm. you know i, I had, i'd been to uh i guess it was called the hellhole there was a, a notorious place in um the far far west village mm-hmm. back in the day that was down in the basement it was basically a dungeon uh, mm. uh and actually i got whipped and beat, beat with a paddle you did one, one time yeah 
Oh, wait, uh, do you identify as kinky? I forgot to ask that. At the uh, no. Okay, okay, that's what I <clears> thought. Not necessarily, although I have a story with that as well. Okay, would love but, to hear uh, both whipping story and yeah, that yeah. story. Well, that, that the kink thing, I, I was topped by a, a woman bottom and brought into something that I wasn't really prepared for mm. and wasn't really my thrust, but Ugh. was interesting enough and fun enough okay. that I could go for it, and I am an actor and so forth. And, you know, it was kind of weird enough in sort of, things that you could do with uh, somebody who wants to be the the slave you know I like I like photography video stuff like that you know mm -hmm. and other people and so there was stuff like that that went on that that ultimately I got a kind of blowback for mm. from her from her and, yeah as oh. if uh, you know you you did this and this you led me into where it ultimately went with her and even though I wasn't there with her where she went with it which was into more of a commercial thing for okay. a short time so it sounds like a bit of blame happening there <clears throat> a bit of blame okay. and I'm innocent of right so that was the context of the whipping no I was, was a... I was doming in this situation. oh in that situation okay yeah and... I, w I was uh, top from from the bottom you were top she she, uh, she she was made the, the riding crop uh and Got gave it. it to me okay she made the riding crop with a, a metal rod and a leather all covered in leather and, and leather uh, were you braided were you scared to well not really it, it was like her? a little whip it was yeah a little, you know but had you ever done anything like that before no you were just like i'll try it yeah. Okay. And then what and was she your... likes it? <laughs> Good. Okay. And you know, I kind of got into it as well, and it sort of prolonged things in this kind of a way that it does. And you know, it's it's a it's a as I feel about it now, it's like, well, all right, you're putting me in this worker position to mm. please you in this particular way, and it's okay, whatever. You know. See, that's I don't want to do that to people. As I'm well, in this yeah. period where I'm like making new connections and thinking about new lovers, I don't I don't want to top from the bottom. I do like a dom, but I only want to play with a dom if he is a dom, if he Good. identifies as a Good. dom. I don't want because because also like I'll because enjoy people will try to please you right, know, if and I don't if, want that. if they want you, and for I would rather just reason. like be with what they actually yeah. are because I think that's always the better thing. Mm -hmm. And I was worried a couple months ago. I was like, oh, am I ever going to want to be with a with a non -dom, you know with a vanilla <laughs> person? And the answer is yes, like I do because I enjoy people. Do you feel like telling us about you experiencing getting whipped? Oh, this was uh, at the Hellhole or whatever this place was called. There, there was another one around there, too. There were two kind of clubs in the uh, Way West Village, you know, Meat District, really. The old meat yeah. You know, I would go there every once in a while. You could jerk off in there, you know, the, you could be nude. There was not sex, really. Okay. Uh, you know, because this open sexual environment has gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know in New York, all over the place, That's you know. That's what it sounds like. It's a little op way open kind of now, but yeah. uh, it's been a really shut down period, especially around you know, the AIDS eras. Right. So, uh, you know, I was there one time and, uh, you know, sort of watching the scene go on, you know, a group of people around was, and, uh, you know, I was kind of younger then, you know, kind of good looking, whatever, you know, 30 something, whatever. Yeah. You know, it was like, invited me onto the thing, you know, against the wall, sort of, yeah. I guess, maybe tied a little bit or not to move or something but you know if i'm going to have to choose i would probably choose a submissive role yeah rather than i don't want to i you know i don't i feel like i was kind of in the, well look at the apple orchard for totally. instance you know so you know i'm not into being what they were yeah what are your feelings about the fact that that's the way that you feel if there are any well 
recently there's been a, a situation where my partner has uh, gotten interested in this sort of thing. Mm. So um, it feels, it, 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 oh, my, my palate is so narrow. Mm. Gee, I'm so straight. Uh, uh, gee, I'm not, I'm not thrilling, you know. Uh, whereas, and then I, you know, I keep thinking about it, and I says, well, you know, then justifying myself, and I said, well, I, I'm not really out to be thrilling. That I'm not here to dazzle you uh, each time in a particular way. I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm out to, uh, you know, I'm a healing lover. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna go you know, deeper with you. Which I think and, uh, is a very important type uh -huh. of dazzle. Will you talk about what it is to be a healing lover? Because that sounds really cool. Oh, well, well, uh, you know, I, I run into women who've had some experience, mm -hmm. and a, a lot of it has been as either colder or rougher mm -hmm. than what they were looking for. And sometimes uh, not so. I mean, yeah. with the, that one person I talked about before. Yeah. I mean, when, when I tried that with her yeah. at the very beginning, she was like, ew, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It was like, it was like, you know, it was, she was uh, kind of put off by it, you know? Mm -hmm. So then I was like, okay, well, all right. But, you know, other people have been hurt be before. I'm not going to hurt them in that way. When do you feel the most connected or lit up? yourself like when do you feel alive during sex well in, in which way you know exactly it, it's no like, yeah, run it's me through like, the okay, gamut we, narrate we, uh, some different now uh, when i go to the uh the the, the public place uh -huh. and uh you know i have a uh, little stories i write about the thing and, and you know there's uh forums mm -hmm. where you can review cruising spots oh really yeah i didn't know that yeah do you can we say the names of the forums? Well, this, it's private? called, you know, it's, 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 it's a weird old, old school uh, website mm -hmm. <laughs> names like listings, cruising, blah, blah, blah. And then you get to this place as city by city. Okay. And then you can go through and cruise, you know, look through all, all these kind of situations that people post as to where uh, cruising can occur. You, it can either be, it can, a lot of it is like uh, the bathroom at the Barnes and Noble bookstore. Of what? The, oh, yeah. <laughs> And somebody will post this, and then there'll be no reviews of it after that. And, oh, uh, my gosh. Yeah. The right. cruisy bathroom. and the, uh, 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 okay. Just like one person who fucked in a bathroom and labeled it cruisy. Or, or they want to hang out there and see if they get lucky. I don't know if it's an av promotion for his, you know, whatever. Oh but, my but, you know, the, otherwise there are actual places yeah, yeah, yeah. where yes, public yes. sex goes yeah. on. The Ramble in Central Park. or uh, I don't know what that is. Oh, well, the Ramble in Central Park is a, is a wooded area. Have you been to Central Park? Yes, but I don't know about the Ramble. Well, or, or maybe uh, I don't know that it's called the Ramble. There's a, uh, there's a castle in Central Park. Oh, yes, I've seen the castle. Well, right behind the castle, there's a woods. Oh. In this woods, there's an area of the woods where people, where men cruise. There are sexy castle woods in Central Park? Yeah. <laughs> I'm here to tell you. That's amazing. And so it's men. So it's yeah. Okay. Actually, I, I, you know, I never really. I've not done this thing before, Do you but go? I've seen. Would you want to go? I've seen these things before. I'm not. I know. I can't go with you. It's not. It, it, it's it, huh? not, well, maybe. I don't know. I could. We could. You know. I could go and show you what's what. Where there is. I mean, I don't. Last time I was there, 
in Central Park. I I walk through the ramble, just you know, kind of. Yeah. I enjoy the ramble. It's beautiful. It it's woods. It's fabulous. It's a beautiful a, part it's of the a city. Sexy forest in Central it's Park. It's also sexy in this one path. Oh, in this time of year, I walk down so through this one path, which yeah. is right by the castle, actually. Oh. And because uh, the woods is pretty big, but right by the castle, there's this one path where there were men standing. Wow. One here, you know, 10, 20 feet further, another standing. A couple of guys over by the rock standing. Just standing by themselves? Standing by themselves. Oh, a guy asked me for Approaches? a light. A guy asked me for a light. Okay, I wasn't smoking. I oh, I, I don't get signals like that oftentimes. Does, well, so that's it's a to signal. stop, some, it stop okay. someone okay. for whatever encounter I in the see. city. You, if you go, you driving people don't know this, but when you're walking in the city. Yeah. You know, that's the old thing about, you know, when you ask somebody for a light or you got a light, you know, what if you oh stop somebody, then you got an I'm encounter. So, I'm so literal that I'm like, no, I do not have a light. Or like, yes, here's my lighter. Goodbye. Right. Well, <laughs> I happen to have a lighter because I, I use marijuana. Uh-huh. So uh, I gave him a light and walked along. He was kind of, a, you know, it was a kind of, you know, kind of kind of cute, actually. Yeah. You know, not like somebody I wouldn't do in some sort of situation. But I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not, I don't really want to be caught in Central Park. I don't, you know, totally, I don't totally. want to be caught yeah. in a place where I mean, I'm going to get busted and shit like that, which, you know, has yeah. gone down in some of these places. But I guess this but is, not you, right? this is a you, pretty, uh, never, I've never been okay, busted. Okay. No, that would be, uh, no, I mean, I'm, I'm all story. for being caught and discovered or somebody, you, you know, are? like there's this basement place in the East Village that I like to go really under a bookstore and basically it's a big basement has has some booths but yeah. you know whatever with doors that are open uh-huh. and men hang around you and, are uh, so brave and I, that uh, stuff sometimes we me. suck each other off that's um, so cool wait have you gotten caught never got caught but but the point is you know anyone can walk down the I stairs know, in the back of this public place i get so much so anxiety. so not so much caught like in trouble but, no, but also like, someone you know yeah but they're there too aren't they yeah totally i have run into a couple of clients at sex parties mm-hmm. <laughs> to like the one sex party i went to i had the thought what if i run into a client immediately after two different ones back to back and i was like well what no, if no. now i know mm-hmm. now i know what that feels like wow. and it was fine it was great we've had a great time like okay. it wasn't weird well they're in the same place uh, yeah yeah. yeah, I mean, it was very fun too. Like it was very. No, it's funny. You know, it's a lot of people kind of go for sex. I'm covering <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> now they might not like your type and come down on your ass because of it. But. So, what are some of your favorite <clears throat> sexual moments? Either like in a session with someone, or anything that jumps to mind, or just like a particular way you like to be touched. Look at me asking multiple questions, just to right, spark, right, right. just to spark your imagination. Yeah, yeah. Well. Uh, I mean, I, I have a really, I was not close to my mother, mm-hmm. so, or my father particularly, but, but my mother, it was kind of, kind of like as if she didn't really care for me that much, mm. and I didn't bond with mommy, mm-hmm. and uh, then she died early in a plane accident when I was mm. 26, so that's out of the picture, we can't heal that yeah. thing there. Oh. You can't, I can't go, hey, what was the deal there? You didn't want a boy or you were 19 and didn't want to have a kid by this guy and went ahead and did it anyway because it was 1951 and what the hell could you do? Uh, All right, but you know. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, I've kind of been a little on the distant side as Mm -hmm. well as, you know, I kind of, you know, can connect and I've 
connected with a lot, you know, several women. I've had a few really kind of solid relationships that have lasted a few years mm -hmm. and big areas of nothing, you know, as well. But, um, you know, it, now we're getting down to the wire. Mm -hmm. I'm getting old. Do you feel that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, there's not going to be that many relationships. Not only does this Facebook relationship happen, but it is also a really, really amazingly, you know, wonderful relationship. I know that she would say the same thing. And, you know, I, I came off, as I said, another relationship before going into this mm -hmm. one. Mm -hmm. So I was not really ready to be, you know, involved in somebody else's scene altogether in all the ways you have to do that with somebody, you know, economically kind of yeah. connected and all the stuff. And, uh, you know, it was like, you know, can I just be kind of on my own? And, and kind of, you know, she had this other boyfriend, but, you know, the attention did come to me, mm -hmm. which is, you know, beautiful. Yeah. But, you know, I, I had a hard time being ready for that. And, and only in, in recently, you know, I've really opened myself to her. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, you know, I feel like I've really bonded with her as, mm -hmm. as I have with no other person. So consequently, the sex is, is, is very beautiful. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and also, she is, the, you know, it is an open relationship, a, a polyamorous mm -hmm. relationship. And uh, she uh, came that way. Yeah. I didn't, you know, inform her to be that way. Yeah. And actually, she's showing me how to do things. How is that? How does that feel? It, it feels great because okay. I need her to show me, yeah. you know. She's a millennial, you know, uh, the old, mm -hmm. old end of the millennial. So mm -hmm. she has a more an open attitude about things that have been informed by, you know, kind of looking at. And she's, you know, she's literary. She reads up. Yeah. That's so, uh, you know, have she, you done any of the reading as well? I've or done some of the reading okay. as well. I read her a book, the Robin Oaks, bisexual mm -hmm. men. Yeah, she's she's uh, my teacher mm -hmm. in many ways. So it sounds like you had a connection via Facebook. And then when you met, you began exploring sexually. And it sounds like that is just like another layer of your bond. Am I understanding that correctly? Or how would you describe like the relationship between your sex life together and your romantic relationship? Well, as I said, I do kind of have this bonobo thing where I kind of bond through sex mm -hmm. or except with men and, and mm -hmm. you know, but with women, I kind of bond through sex. And, and what does uh, it feel like? Or give me specific physical feelings. Too. Um, I think I should describe myself. Please do. Other than my yeah. age. I love that. Because like, what does that mean? So I here's your, here's a 67 year old guy with somebody 30 years younger. Mm -hmm. So what what? comes to mind let's see i uh i have a, a a shiny shirt on that's unbuttoned all the way down to my belly <laughs> and a lot of gold chains and she's like a blonde uh floozy is that the stereotype you're describing the stereotype well i mean you know you guys this is not what he's actually wearing <laughs> just so you know okay I'm so i'm i'm five nine reporting. i weigh 130 pounds uh he has great skin i well gee thanks i i have on a uh purple t-shirt and black jeans you know so i'm not this your daddy with the big belly mm -hmm. you know i'm uh not your biker dude i have very short cropped hair and, like my uh, twin yeah we're, we're twins today 
I asked her if we could do it in the nude, but she wouldn't go for it. But of course, <laughs> I didn't want my head on see uh, it all. You didn't ask until like right before yeah, we were recording. Right. Well, I'm naked all the time. I know. I should have. I should have worked on you for beforehand. Well, for uh, talk. Before we just you. need a full studio. We'll I do see. a follow up in <laughs> right. studio nude. Fly me out to L.A. Oh gosh, I'm working <laughs> on. You get the budget. Get, I'm trying to get a budget for it. I want to make a show. I have some ideas. We'll talk after. I would love that. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that sounds really amazing. Have you dated other people in the time that you've been in the relationship with her outside no. of the group thing? Okay. No, we've gone to some, I had a, a, a um, threesome mm -hmm. with an old friend of mine who, mm -hmm. who uh, has been into that sort of thing for, for many years. Mm -hmm. And uh, then we went to a um, party thing yeah. in Brooklyn one time called Spam, Spam Party. You know, it's kind of a monthly thing. It was, they've changed it. it. It used to be male and female, whatever, some sort of thing that I could get in with, you know. Mm -hmm. But now it's it's turned into uh, all women and trans in a, uh, a fetish uh, scene. Well, they had that party too, but they got rid of the other party. Got it. Okay. You know, which kind of, now when you come down to this stuff, see, I don't like to get things too categorized. And I can see, you know, like, okay, what are you into? It's like, well, you know. I mean, I can do a lot of this shit, you know? Yeah, but what do you want Top to do? or bottom. Or, want well, to? I want it. I, that's the thing. Yeah. I don't want it to be a short story. This is what it is. I like the novel where it's this thing and then it shifts into that thing. That is what and I then miss it moves off from that thing master. into this other thing. I used to have seven hour sessions with him and mm -hmm. it wasn't like we were, it's not like he was beating me all the time, mm -hmm. sticking needles. It wasn't like all about the BDSM, but what I loved about him being my master is it was just this secure, storytelling that would shift from like touching me this way to I worship him this way and we change locations and then he switches again and then he's bucking me this other way and then we move locations again and, and it's just such a experience right and it's always changing and it's not about trying to check a certain number of boxes or trying to achieve a certain thing it's just about having a person what I loved about him is we had such a connection we would pay such close attention to each other in the moment we would just arouse each other so much and then like explore and celebrate that together and we were both wanting to do it for a long time. And okay, I've never had that. But, but um, are you remaining, do, do, are you shifting sides, shifting roles? Me? Mm. Well, it depends This is on, what more what I'm talking about, where, where things will go, okay, now she's in, in charge. In, not, and it's all subtly happens. Way. Because I, I understand, subtle, like you said. I understand how, what the, the, you know, from listening to your podcast, mm -hmm. actually, it's people in the past, men talked about how talking about safety. Yeah, and, we, and we I have think really it's all the reason why this there's the attraction of this is you know not only is it dramatic, yes. it's also has certain ground rules yes. and safety things, yeah. and without the abstraction of you don't really know what's going on because you you've set it down yep. in the beginning and say okay this is this this and this and this and no surprises. Mm. Or no surprises beyond you, something. You have a frame and mm -hmm. anything can happen inside that frame. So I don't waste any energy but, worrying about surprises that are going to hurt me. Yeah. As opposed to a scene with somebody you don't know well that is freeform. And you haven't right. discussed what that, exactly is that to I go on. That I have no desire to do. Yeah, exactly. Like ever again. And not even approaching it as a fetish scene. Just anything. You're I, going to fuck somebody. Yeah. The difference between meeting somebody and t going somewhere in a room separate and fucking them and not knowing what's going to occur as opposed to setting ground rules and say, okay, we're going to play in this particular way. I set ground rules either way. Like Fine. in my new explorations, I had a recent experience where my ground rule was first I initiated the conversation. I was like, do you want to talk about what you want to do tonight? 
I'm feeling pretty open. Right. My safe words are red if I want to stop, mercy if I want to slow down. Let's play and see what happens. Mm-hmm. So even though that was like a pretty loose frame, mm-hmm. we had discussed kind of what we both liked, even though we weren't like, what should we do tonight and like making a detailed plan. And that was a person that I had only met a few hours prior. Right. And so those are the things that I feel heightened. But it for me, it's just a, such a different textured experience from like when I was in this like relationship that had these years of trust and care built into it. And it was just cool because in that one, like you asked earlier about switching roles. And so it's like technically no, because I was always in the collar and always the submissive. But Mm -hmm. like I would peg him or like I would be on top or I would say what I needed in that moment. And so so it is a very kind of circular. It's just power play. And so it was this reciprocal thing that, you know, the sub is in control. And I felt just deliciously. It was like such mutual worship. Mm-hmm. And that's what I like. And right. I, and so that's why I just like regardless of kinkiness and it's like I don't know that I need the beatings, although some days I really like it, you know. Like, right, right. And so it's less about that. And it's more about just for me, the the like deep level of connection and yeah. play. And All it right. sounds like you're kind of into. Well, I don't know. It sounds like you're into similar connection. Levels. Yeah. Well, I'm you know, it's, I, I OK. Uh, what goes on uh, basically oral and fucking. Mm-hmm. I'm not into anal. OK. And I have fucked a couple of guys mm-hmm. and maybe a couple of women. Mm-hmm. Uh, double penetration in one one particular thing, which was like you know being called into a threesome with oh. the next or, you know which one were you? Oh, I was uh, I was in her pussy. Okay, did was... your balls touch? Because boys, I was um, talking to a dude about that, and he's like, I don't know about being that close to another man. Yeah, they might have. I I don't really remember. All I remember is it wasn't all that smoothly accomplished because, you know, he was not that young. Mm-hmm. And so he was not that firm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, the concern was more that it was going to happen so that they could have this thing happen. Got it. Okay. So, uh, you know, whereas me, okay, I have a nice dick. Great. That I, gets hard. I love and knowing goes this. up in a little bit of a curve, that okay. kind of a thing. It curves so, upwards? Yeah. Okay. So I, I'm, I, I think it's really kind of attractive and others have too. So yeah, that's, that's just to state that because they that. don't all look the same. And He's got uh, an attractive, slightly <laughs> curved cock, you guys. It's a good thing. Uh, cut, you know, because yeah. I'm, you know, from Ohio and yep, yep. back then. Yeah, so in this situation, you know, I was fucking her and he was on the bottom. Okay. And, and, uh, Did you, know, you so, so I Do you remember? I'm just curious, like, is that actually hot for you or was it just like, that's an experience? Well, it was kind of a brief part of this whole kind yeah, of yeah, little yeah. evening yeah. thing where so I went. Like a... I don't remember. It was... It's twenty years ago. Or totally. Something. Are your are your ball, Can I just ask you specifics about your body or things? Yeah. Just, uh, are your balls very sensitive? Uh, I I'm not into people fucking around with my balls too okay. much. Yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, when you're receiving oral sex from someone, do you have any favorite things or like any definitely don't do this is besides playing with balls? Um, hand and mouth mm-hmm. together mm-hmm. is nice. Great. Yeah. No teeth, right? No teeth. Okay. I'm just checking in lately because I I didn't I accidentally said one time that people are not into teeth and I but they could be it's a thing for some people. Yeah, I guess so. I um you know I never it never really occurs to me. I've had felt teeth before. It didn't really freak yeah. me out. But mostly my uh, partners have been good with their teeth. That's great. <laughs> do, you, do you have any current fantasies that are bubbling around in your head or anything that you used to fantasize about or just like kind of like favorite oh well i i want to uh, i want to be a porn actor i love that yeah no i would love to be in a uh, a woman written and directed yeah uh, porn movie in some kind of role that i could uh, deal with awesome. and uh 
Yeah, that that's that would be a kind of a primary fantasy because I do have this, um, you know, which I haven't talked about yet with this kind of exhibitionist side mm-hmm. with the going to places, but there's, you know, online world too. Yeah. Like I've used cam. Yeah. Jacked off on cam. It's pretty hot. Yeah. So, and you, people like it. You yeah, know? they do. Yeah. do. Do you exchange photos and videos with your partners? Like, is that part of your interaction with no. them? No. Hmm. Yo, photos, yeah, 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 actually, yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah, one yeah. of my favorite Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, pho- photos, we have, we, we exchange photos quite a bit. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. But I also make little jack-off clips of my uh, myself and put on the web. Oh, that's And I let them, you know, escape. You know, if you put them on yeah. a particular site. And are. look, I have, no, this is kind of a, you know, maybe you've had a similar experience because, you know, in a certain sense, you're kind of like me and you, and you have the showbiz, straight showbiz thing going on right right it's like as I can't well be too as naked. This, this other shit side totally. going on but me since i have this uh, you know secret uh mm-hmm. other side where i you know i shoot videos of my uh, last one i made is it went into after effects and made like three of me so jacking off fun. on the side oh my and changing God, colors and, and all this kind of Do stuff you... and put music on you know it lasts a minute yeah so i put these on a sex video site uh-huh and, uh, and can you see your face or no? No, it's anonymous. You can see my you face. Can see my face. <gasps> oh, your yeah. face. I mean, <laughs> you can see my. You can face. see my face. And uh, and I have this other name that it goes by. And uh, you know this this. Um, so you know I I sometimes I pull them back. Yeah. It's like okay, I'm gonna turn them off. No yeah. one can see them now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, of course, but that doesn't mean they're not out there because I, because yeah. look, I have a lot of shit on YouTube as well. I feel like I I wonder if I do. I haven't found any of it. If I do, but I'm like a lot of people have some clips of me. But this is this is oh. the thing. I've done music things that I've made. Yeah. Songs produced little movies on and put them on YouTube. I was in a band yeah. that got some kind of recognition. Was on the local radio, so forth. Da 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 da. And a bunch of videos on YouTube of that. Yeah. You know, they have a hundred so hits, maybe one has a thousand. They've been there like, you know, years. Mm-hmm. The sex stuff mm-hmm. is like 40,000. Oh, of course. Hits. Hit. People are so. Funny. And people steal it. Yeah, of course. And they put do. it other places. Yep. And, yep. you know, I'm just fucking old man, right? And it's like, well, okay. We'll just give them the people what they want. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like, this is what you want to see? You want to see my dick? You want to see my cum shot? Here it is. <laughs> Do you, how does it feel to you, like, inside to post it? Because I know, like, I love taking naked photos of myself and I post them and I, it's, I don't know, what am I figuring out? It, it, it's a self-love practice for me. And I, like, love showing them off. And mm-hmm. it's not for me about even being naked. It's just like, but I can be naked. I mm-hmm. like to be naked. And now it's a little bit funny because, like, I'm going to go try to shoot some topless pictures here. But I'm still shy, even though it's legal. Like, yeah. there's still some part of me that's like, ooh. Yeah, well, it's also getting chilly. I know. It's getting it's gonna chilly. Be but warm I think during on, the day. It's going to be warm on Saturday. That's what I'm going to try for. I'm going to try tomorrow, see how cold I get, and then try <laughs> again Saturday. Yeah. Okay. Are there any other, like, standout moments that you want to share? Delicious details? You know, <laughs> old Times Square. Used to be fun movie theaters. Oh wow! You know, I used to like my male thing was movie theaters mm-hmm. for many years, mm. where you this is this I like teasing stuff. You yes. know, I have this yes. attractive teasing cock is so that good. gets hard, amazing, and Thank you know, I, you know, in these in these um, theaters back in Times Square yeah. in the old days before Giuliani. Jacking off and they're watching and you know and then they kind of move over and you know it's maybe they'll touch you da 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 you know 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I like I like doing stuff like that, and that could go on for a few hours. You know, I get high and go do these that things. You know. so I'm kind of oh, I'm also more uh, open to same sex stuff with marijuana. Oh, that makes so much sense to me. So it's come time for me to ask you if you could go back in time and give younger you a piece of sexual advice. What age would you pick, and what would it be? I think I would go back and hold little Stevie's hand after the apple orchard yeah. situation and, uh, you know, get him through that and tell him it's going to be okay and uh, that he didn't do anything wrong and bad. And um, that's probably yeah. some sort of healing thing there. I mean, that would be what it, what it would be, mm -hmm. if I, mm -hmm. you know, to, to instruct from this position. Do you have a sex question for me? Why did you take this kind of route to begin with in talking about sex? I believe that we can change the world if we change our sex lives. Mm -hmm. I believe that with more open communication about sex and a willingness to talk with future partners, mm -hmm. we can begin to shift away from the rape culture. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying I will fix all the problems, mm -hmm. but I believe that going from the unspokenness that comes with the chasing dynamic that is of my parents' generation and before, times mm -hmm. are changing. Mm -hmm. As an open person, mm -hmm. I'm able to look around and be like, oh, I don't have to play hard to get. Mm -hmm. When the people are sex positive and like the lovers that I want to actually have, I could be like, hey, I'm interested in fucking you. Yeah, Can yeah. we talk about what that's going to be like? Right. That tension, and I practiced it. I've been practicing it this yeah, month, yeah, and it's yeah, terrifying, and I'm so mm -hmm. awkward, mm -hmm. and it's great, mm -hmm. and it's going well. And so I truly believe that we can have more satisfying sex lives, which mm -hmm. I get so many messages from people that are unhappy in their sex oh, lives, yeah. and it breaks my heart yeah. because I think it causes so much pain and sadness in right. the world, and that fucking sucks because there's so much And there, a lot of people stuff. are locked in relationships They're locked in they relationships. they can get change that. Yeah. yeah, and in many cases, if they want to stay with that person because of our cultural norms mm -hmm. and the ideas that we have around you know fidelity yeah stepping outside of a partnership mm -hmm. implies that you don't love that person mm -hmm. and i know from so i've heard firsthand from so many people at this point like i love my partner mm -hmm. and we aren't having sex and it's killing me mm -hmm. and i want to change that and i don't want women to get raped i don't want anyone to get raped i have a, a something to say to that point i think as far as changing the world through sex because i feel that <laughs> Well, I'm kind of anti-fascist. I'm very much anti-fascist. And uh, I see that the, the current <clears throat> situation is that politically, there's a big tide taking the country in a more fascist direction. Mm -hmm. But in this time, the religious thing is kind of on the, on the fade. And, uh, you know, we are at the same time being permitted to have marijuana mm -hmm. to have same-sex marriage mm -hmm. to have uh, a lot of these uh, cultural uh, social uh, personal things yeah. free now what i think as far as changing the world goes is that we're gonna, we're going to be able to screw the whole thing up from that point where they they end up getting their fascist structure whatever it is but it'll rot out because we're not going to be able to, we're not going to, we're going, we're going to become 
sexually liberated yeah, all of we're us not because take they, it. they're not watching that right now and we're going to we're going to bond yes. all of us in that area and become more one yeah. and, and and let that and and patriarchy will eventually will finally die which yeah. fascism is you know kind of the uh, star boy of yeah i literally believe that we can change the world with sex right, let's hope <laughs> Friends, Steve, thank you so much. Lovers, isn't he fucking amazing? Literally fucking amazing. Thank so, you so many much good for stories. Yes.